You're listening to Spiderweb Salon's podcast, where we talk to poets and authors about writing, being a writer, and having ideas. Thank you for listening. Today we're talking to Candy. She has been writing and performing poetry for over 20 years. She made the 2007 Dallas Poetry Slam team and to date has been on 10 teams. The first woman to coach four, and she is the current Slam Master Executive Director of the Dallas Poetry Slam organization. Candy is also a current teaching artist for the Young DFW Writers, where she teaches curriculum-based poetry techniques to students at Ranchview High School. She continues to perform poetry throughout the country. Today, Candy will be reading her poem, Coretta. Late that night, on April the 4th, 1968, after all of your family and friends left, did you ask yourself, how many ways can you force yourself to love a martyr before you contemplate suicide? How many times did you apologize for being too much woman and not enough wife? Did God ever write back when he wasn't home, when he was in those southern streets? Did it feel like infidelity or God's will? Did you ever want to choose another path to do Coretta's dream instead of Martin's? I need answers to these questions because some days I'm seeing my reflection in polished oak, brown head tilted toward the heavens and Coretta, there is no one there to take me down. No one to make this noose feel like a necklace at night while I am praying I talk to God. Did you? Did you ever notice that there was no one there to scrub the gunpowder from our knees? Tell me if this is how faith is formed. I hate going to bed, smelling masculine cologne on project clothesline bleach sheets, wondering if the black man I fell in love with will be a corpse before he is a groom, these fears will become permanent skin on these fragile bones, all house in satin and silk, but smell like red dirt dust from Mississippi roads. Coretta, what smile did your children wear to their daddy's funeral? Did you ever want to beat that bitch Lorraine in Memphis for not sending him home? Were you able to forgive his friends, the ones that didn't protect him? The circle of chivalry that illuminated the light for the white sheets that danced with the rifle at the masquerade ball with a bullet in your husband's head. I believe it was a cover up. I worry that when I take my first steps down an aisle, the flowers that I carry will be placed on a casket before they are thrown at my feet. And I'm trying not to be a vigilant lover. I hold my pessimist stomach, trying not to regurgitate all these protests and marches. I've swallowed the night before because this walk, this union, this relationship looks too much like Egypt. These tears are red sea for my Moses. I don't feel like saving no Israelites today. Damn them, Coretta. Does that make me selfish that I want to keep one more? a black man to myself and my needs were more important than their rights how do you stop the revolution in your home I'm sorry that he didn't make your funeral that you were just a pretty ornament on the hood of the civil rights movement you were so pretty Coretta hair all shiny and licorice like almond eyes a paper sack shade of mocha and caramel skin tone kissed by moonlight so poised your gloves were neatly pressed Fit it perfectly to hold all the crying your palms did the day before. Every dress you wore searched for a visible speck of skin to live in. Every hat bedazzled in jewels. I can imagine coming home to a queen named Coretta Scott after a long day of dying. Coretta, tell me how it felt every day waking up wondering if this will be your last chance to kiss your king. Hey, Candy. Hey. Thank you so much for joining us Thank today. Thank you for having me. We are very glad to have you. Um, you have been in the Dallas poetry, slam poetry scene for a long time, mm -hmm. I understand. Um, 
Can you start us off? Just tell me a little bit about what uh, the art of slam means to you, how you got into this. Um, Ooh. Yeah, give us a little history lesson. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good. <laughs> um, actually, I didn't know what slam was. It was 2001, which was about 15 years ago, and I went to a a club. Uh, it was a strip club, <laughs> <laughs> and the guy wanted to do poetry at a strip club, um, but there were no strippers. Um, he was just renting it out, um, and the one of the people he invited was a poet named rock baby who is um, a very popular poet in Dallas. He actually is one of the founding fathers of Dallas poetry slam. Um, and he's actually been on HBO deaf poetry slam. And so I did this piece that I read off a piece of paper. I was drunk, whatever. And he came up to me and he goes, I think at around that time I was like 19, maybe 19 Mm -hmm. years old. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Um, 20 actually. And he came up to me, he was like, you know, you should really get into slam poetry. And I was like, I'm, I don't know. I just like writing. And he was like, no, you should come to me to want to, to slam. And we went to this old barnyard house out in the country. And I was scared to death. And I saw all of these amazing poets doing these performance pieces. And I'm sitting here in my little notebook. And, and mind you, I took pride in my work. Like my poems were typed up on like little cute paper with roses and, and so a little slid. I had a little, yeah. And I was like, I'm not about to read this. I was like, these people are great. He was like, no, you should try it. I was like, no, I'm good. And he just kept hounding me and hounding me. So I kind of did my first slam around 2003. I won. I started memorizing my pieces. I liked it. The, the audience liked me. The judges liked me. Um, and then I made my first slam team for Dallas in 2007. And I first uh, woman coach of the Dallas Slam team, first woman to be on 10 uh, teams uh, uh, consistently, first woman uh, everything um, for Dallas in poetry community, which is really kind of surreal. And it's just been taking off from there. So I've just, I've really literally been doing it for like 10 years straight. So uh, thanks to Rock Baby for my introduction. He was the slam master at the time when I came into it. And then I took over after him. So, so you've kind of moved into that role. As I've moved into the role. On. Yes. And um, uh, coaching first. I coached. I've coached about maybe five teams. Um, semifinals. Um, coached. Mentored a lot of poets. Just so much. So much with Dallas Lamb. And it's just been like great. How do you how do you balance your your writing at yourself as poet and yourself as like organizer and doing all of this important work in the community? I have no idea. (laughs) I have no idea. I really don't know how I do it Um, because every day it's always about making sure the poets are satisfied and the people and it's all about the community. I'm very selfless. It's all about the community. And then I think there are times like the, the piece I did with Coretta. There are times when I. I have that niche to write, you know, I'm inspired Mm -hmm. by other poets at nationals or I'll get inspired by something and I'll write, but I have a hard time writing while I'm organizing. I don't have the time and the creative space like the other poets do. I can totally relate to that. It's (laughs) very difficult. um, When you, when you do have that inspiration, when it, when it just grabs you, is it, um, is it more often like a, a line from somebody else's work or a concept or, or does something just pop in your head and you're like, that needs to become a poem? Like what, when do you decide when an idea needs to be a poem and you sit down and you work on it? It's spiritual for me. Something speaks to me and say it's time. Some poems I may have a concept for that I won't write until two years. 
um, I'll go to nationals and I'll hear poets and I'll just, it'll be ill fester. It'll take me a while to process it all. Um, I hate being forced to write. Um, so it, it's something that's really supernatural. I just know that um, when it's time, it comes out mm-hmm. and I let it come out all at once. I, I never start on a piece and go back to it. I tend to not do that. I, I like to finish my complete thought because I've already spent months trying to create it in my head. Yeah. And then once I write it, I, I want to make sure my whole complete thought is finished. About how much time do you allow yourself like in, in your life to, to write? Is it something that you, um, have, you have to make consistent time for? I, I don't, I just honestly happens. don't, it just has to happen organically. Um, when it does happen organically, it doesn't take me long. I can write for about 30 minutes to an hour and push out literally like three poems. Um, it's very quick, but I, I cannot schedule it. I'll never write. It'll, it'll never be good. Yeah. <laughs> it'll just be like, Oh, let me just write something and it'll be corny. But if it's organic, if it's something that I do spontaneously in the moment, it tends to be some of my best work. Does that mean you don't have much of an editing process? Is it like, boom, here it is. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I do. I do. I do have to edit because I teach editing. Mm-hmm. I teach other poets and I, I'm always editing other poems. So, you know, you got my life is like my poems. And then I have not 80 percent of all the other poets poems that I'm always looking at every day and editing, especially during the slam season. Um, so I do edit. I encourage editing. Um, I'll go back over it maybe twice. Yeah. Just to make sure I, I, I've done it to the best that it can be done. So and coming from a place of um, spirituality in your work, do you find that um, are you are you writing for you and the audience? Um, how, do, how does that tie in, especially slam being a very competitive um, world of poetry that like I personally am not super familiar with. So I'm really interested in how that yeah. kind of goes into the writing process. Um, for me, it's not about me or the audience. It's about the poem and the, the character in the poem or the poem itself. I'm writing for the poem. I'm telling the story. Uh, I did the poem Coretta. That poem was for Coretta. I have so many poems that I write for other people that Mm -hmm. don't have a voice or I tend to try to tell their story. So it's never for the audience. It's never for me. It's actually for the moment that the poem is intended to be in. And I perform each piece such as like it's just my last time performing every time. Awesome. Um, Tell me a little bit about uh, the events that you've been organizing. Uh, tell me, tell me yeah. what's happening right now in Dallas. What's happening right now in Dallas, of course, is the Dallas Poetry Slam um, organization. It's 22 years old, but we have events every Friday, um, and we tend to have a little bit more than your slam and open mics. We like to incorporate some comedy. Uh, we had a hypnotist, music, um, but the base and the headliner is always poetry, of course, um, I am the host city coordinator for the Women of the World Poetry Slam, which is it's in its 10th year this year. Yes. And it is under the umbrella of Poetry Slam Incorporated. And so every year it travels this year, um, Dallas, it will be in Dallas in March um, in the Deep Ellum area. And we'll have finals at the Majestic Theater. So it's going to be a really exciting time yes. for Dallas and, and the you've poetry scene. worked so hard to make that happen. Yeah, I've worked so hard what, to make that what happen. It, what is the process of getting that to be here in Dallas? Oh, wow. What's it was a like? lot. So I actually <laughs> had to submit a vetting form and actually detail and outline every little detail who was going to be working with me, what my budget was, mm-hmm. the city, the demographics, the transportation, um, everything, cost, food, restaurants. I mean, it was literally everything, making sure venues were up to par with the poets. 
and then um, money, of course. So shout out to Wordspace, yes. which is one of our largest um, Always sponsors. forever. Shout yes, out to Wordspace. Yes. <laughs> um, Karen and Dee um, love them tremendously. Um, they've helped so much in this process. Um, and and so it, it takes a lot. It was a lot of organizing, getting the right people mm-hmm. to do the job. Um, it's not easy. But it's rewarding. Yeah. And and you were saying the uh, the Poetry Slam, 22 years. 22 years. And yes. you've been running that for? I've been running it um, for two years. Okay. I've been coaching and a part of it for 10. Yeah. And um, from, from my perspective, like the last two years of the literary community in Dallas has just it's been it's been booming it's been booming it's it's really awesome and that's really exciting um how how are you tying in uh your your work with the rest of the community like bringing yeah absolutely so because dallas poetry slam since i've taken over um 80 percent of my staff and my team we are a part of the young dfw writers uh which is a part of the louder than a bum uh Mm -hmm. youth program so we're all teaching artists and we go into the schools and the high schools and we do workshops and we teach the students how to write and do poems we've um, partnered with Clyde Warren Park we've done poetry under the stars where we had a thousand people come out mm. in the audience it was a free event that we did um, we also have uh, writers Garrett as well who um, we're starting a project this year for real writers uh, where we're going to be writing and doing flash mobs on the dart rail system yes. so that's going to be really fun um, we also are with the Deep Ellum Arts Festival, um, which is every year we're out in the community. This is just what we do, um, just bringing poetry to the Deep Ellum area just uh, for free. And just anybody can come and get on the mic or just listen. So we've done so much. And then we also travel abroad outside of Dallas. We feature all over the country. Um, and that's also awesome because we get to go to other states and, and do poems and stuff. So that's fun. Um, for you personally, when you're when you're doing all these events, are you also um, performing during these, or is it just like a no, I do. an organizer? I do perform. I love it. I still love the stage. I still love poetry. Poetry is always going to be my first love. So I still love writing. It keeps me on my toes. It keeps me current with what's going on because I can't take the city to the next level if I don't know myself what that entails. So I have to be able to be the forefront and be the face of it all. And people still like hearing me perform. So it's like, I, I kind of pimp myself out to like expose the community, but then in hindsight, they don't, they don't know that they're really getting a lot more than just me, Yeah. but I'm always, I'm always performing. Yeah. And, um, just cause I don't think we mentioned the details when in the world poetry slam yeah. March, uh, 15th through the 18th. Yes. 15th through the 18th. We're going to start off Wednesday with our last chance slam, which is, these are the women who actually did not pay to compete. They're just trying to get a spot. Uh-huh. That's going to be at the Latino, um, cultural center. Um, awesome. shout out to them. Oh, I love that. Um, place. yes. And then the, Thursday, Friday, there's going to be all kinds of workshops. Also, um, shout out to the Dallas Public Library. They're also a sponsor for the Women of the World. We'll have a lot of our workshops and open mics there. And then that night, we'll have... um, all kinds of events at Deep Vellum Books, Drugstore Cowboy, at Keller Art, at Dallas School of Burlesque. Um, Awesome, awesome people who've just kind of just like just came on board and then on that Saturday um, we'll wrap it up do some more youth workshops the youth open mics and then we're going to end it with final stage 
top 14 poets um, get to compete for the top slot. And then we'll somehow or another have some type of an after party, <laughs> after event. Of so, course. Yeah. Of course. But it'll be fun. All women, everything. Women who identify, anyone who identifies as a woman or is non-gender conforming um, can compete or be a part of the competition. Awesome. And yeah. for the general public, the community who wants to be involved, uh, they can buy tickets. Are the workshops yeah. and everything also just open? The workshops are open if you get a festival pass on www.walps2017 com. Um, you can go to all of the events for the week or you can choose to buy a final stage ticket. Personally, Dallas is going to have preliminary passes for 30 bucks just for the people who don't maybe want to do the day stuff, mm-hmm. just want to do the competitions. Yeah. Um, and all of that information is on our WAPS website, www.wops2017.com. And that's WAPS, W-O-W-P-S. And yes. it stands for Women of World Poetry Slam. <laughs> so we took out the the. Sweet. So, yeah. Um, personally for you, is there anything that's coming up that you're excited about this year? We just had the, the new year and everything. Yeah, it's awesome. What you got going so, on? Yeah, I'll be on a cruise doing poetry. So that'll be awesome Wait. in February. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. Yes, I'll be doing a p- poetry on a cruise that's in February. Um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. We're actually going to be um, in Jamaica and Haiti. So that's going to be awesome. That's how we're going to kick off February. And then, of course, WALPS, um, which is um, in March, we're, we're getting ready to get the new SLAM team for 2017 for Dallas. And you can follow us on all our social media sites, uh, thedallaspoetryslam.com, Dallas Slam on Twitter, the Dallas Poetry Slam on Instagram. Keep up with our events. Um, this summer we got Denver coming up, Denver, Colorado. We have Lexington, Kentucky. So awesome. we have a lot of great, great events coming on and every Friday, every Friday we're doing something at Heroes Lounge, 7402 Greenville Avenue and eight to 10. It's really great. So, um, it's a lot. It's going to be a busy year. Fantastic. I'm yeah. really excited for it. I am and too. I'm especially pumped about the big competition. Yeah. Like, thank you so much for bringing that thank to you. Dallas. Thank and, you. And thanks for talking to me today. Yay. This is awesome. Have fun. Thanks. All righty. Thank you for listening to Spiderweb Salon's podcast. I'm Courtney Marie, and this has been a Pariah production.